Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. We're back, and the big men around the league are dominant. The Pels and Lakers are in a groove. Finally, I can say that about the Lakers. And we tap in with the state of the Los Angeles Clippers with the Athletics beat writer Law Murray on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack got, got mad, mad boosties. Wow. <laughs> really taking it to the next level. Just trying new things. Just trying new things. You know. I like, um, it. I like that voice for you. I also noticed that we don't get the... Big men are dominating intro bump when Embiid is having a big week, but when AG has a big week, suddenly big men around the league are dominating. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we in the industry call a bias. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we knew this. (laughs) I'm outnumbered. (laughs) Let's welcome our guest who might actually have your back uh, Mm -hmm. as a Philadelphia native. Please welcome Law Murray from The Athletic. What's going on, Law? Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. It's it's good to be able to talk about basketball in a chill December environment, you know? Yes, yeah. yes. With exactly. a couple of idiots. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, like we tell everybody, this may be the dumbest NBA podcast out there, but it has heart. And I think that's what people claim to, you know? <laughs> Dumb and heart, like Rocky, speaking exactly. of Philadelphia, you know? Yeah. You're not going to play smart, at least play hard, right? That's right, right. right. So, Law, you cover the Clippers, but you're from Philly. The first thing I like to always ask when we have our journalists on, are you so professional that you've transcended fandom and you're like, yeah, of course I have my team, but like, let's be real. I, I look at too much basketball to really get too caught up in that. Or do you still have got a little bit of fan in you? 
Uh, I, ain't, I I don't have any fan in me, man. Uh, <laughs> it was even before the professional. Like, wow. I was watching. Look, when when I first got into basketball, NBA Jam had Sean Bradley and Clarence Weatherspoon <laughs> in it. Like, what do you expect <laughs> me to do with that? I was looking at everybody else, man. So, like, I, I, I learned from an early age to uh, appreciate everybody. Right. Okay. I appreciate that. I, I, I can. God, that. I forgot that was Sean Bradley and Clarence Witherspoon. What a what a duo. And that's yeah. You didn't even get a third player. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah it was crazy because like the proportions were off. Like unless you were Muggsy Bogues short, like you couldn't tell the difference, right? Especially once right. you got that thing at home. Like the arcade in the nineties at least there was a little bit of definition, but you get you get right. the um you, you get the game on Super NES or something and everybody did all the same yeah. damn things anyway. So Sean Bradley right. couldn't even be seven six. <laughs> Which I I think that would have limited his game if in real life he wasn't seven foot six. Uh he wouldn't have been nearly as effective, I'd say. That's a well, spicy. He take, certainly wouldn't have been in Space Jam, so <laughs> Right. I mean, was that with the tournament edition? Like that it was that you had Bradley because it was the original duo from the like was Hornacek and Hersey Hawkins. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like in the I most mean, OG team, cabinet, I remember that was the team because I was always confused because I was like, I thought Jeff Hornets, like I remember being a kid, like I thought he was with the Jabs or whatever. But yeah. I mean, and look, that team wasn't good either. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> like, on now. About that. I think yeah. when Bradley came into the league, they were like, We need a refresh here because we need to get this guy in the action. We he the the game NBA jam cries out for yeah. uh Sean Bradley type talent. Right. Because what Barkley wasn't gonna be in the game, right? Oh no, this is the year he went to Phoenix that year. That's where it right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. right. That's why that's how Hornacek had gotten there. And I mean, yeah, like those were the only two guys. Like those guys were both lottery picks. I mean, Bradley was the number two pick in his draft, which again we can appreciate what a Sean Bradley would do now. But in the nineties, yeah. jokes were at their highest. Uh, the taller you were, we're getting yam doing. Obviously, right. uh, not yeah. Like that was not going to make you a, a Philadelphia 76ers fan exclusively. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now you're covering the Clippers. The, the Clippers are yeah. an exciting team. I mean, they're over 500 despite all the injuries and Kawhi and Paul George just returned as we're recording this last night. And Kawhi took a Kawhi looked like physically not fully comfortable out there. Like he looked like he had his old man game working, but it, it was working. He came up huge down oh, the stretch. Yeah. He like took it over. Yeah. Well, he, he needed to. Uh, I've, I've been telling people that my whole synopsis of the Clippers to this point of the year uh, couldn't be explained in that game last night. The fact that Kawhi Leonard comes back from a multi-week absence to hit a game winner in a game where they were trailing in Charlotte. <laughs> like, right. that's pretty much the Clippers' season. Like, they make the hard easy, and they make the easy hard. And it's great that they won it, but like Kawhi said last night, Kawhi is the first guy who's going to call out the fact that it shouldn't have come to that point, um, and, you know. And a lot of it was because of Kawhi's minutes. Um, the starters were terrible in Charlotte, mm. uh, which that hadn't been the case in the few games that Kawhi had played. So it was it, it was a very weird, interesting game, an exciting result in a season that hasn't been exciting so much as 
when the heck are these guys are going to consistently string some games together. Right. How are you feeling seeing off that performance? You know, like, especially like, you know, Jack saying down the home stretch, he, you know, he's got, he's got a little bit of that claw in him still. I know the fans are obviously like very reserved, measured. I've seen Clippers fans be like, oh, I don't want to get too excited, but they felt very excited about what they saw. How are, like, where are you kind of, how much time are you giving it to before you start making an assessment on what's happening? Sorry, just before you answer, uh, during your last answer, I do I do just want to let listeners know Miles was doing the Jack Nicholson gif, the big smile with the e- <laughs> big evil smile, nodding slowly his head. Yes. Uh, Miles is a Lakers fan that is like, you know, really, really good guy. Terminally in Lakers every respect, fan. really, really uh, a nice person, except when he talks about the Clippers. It's or just Tottenham. this... This disrespect comes through that it's, I've. It's, yeah, well, look, it's upsetting to me to to hear him talk about. The I Clippers. said it's upsetting that the Clippers are out here. You know, that's <laughs> he, he how just I doesn't think they should exist as a team. It's uh, it's it's oh, banter because at the end of the day, I mean, like I'm I'm objective enough. I can obviously say, yeah, I wish the situations were different. But again, that's where I'm like, I would like to ask journalists. I'm like, do you have that irrational part of your brain that refuses to like? you know, reckon reality with what you feel like me. So I'm the yeah. first to admit that, okay. but yeah, okay. but yeah, I, I, absolutely. Am I going to therapy for it? No, but I should. <laughs> I'm open about the fact that I'm dead inside. So <laughs> I'm like other, other journalists, they act like, you know, they're on this high all the damn time. It's like, I'm human enough to tell you that like covering, covering certain teams and certain games is just an exercise of, I refuse to be hurt by any of this. Okay. Like <laughs> I don't have a, like I don't have a story. Like, you know how journalists, they'll be rooting for the great story to come through. I'm just like, Oh man, I, I really, you know, want to tell everybody about how he has some special cookies before the game. And right. I can only tell that story. If the player has a great game, so people can care, yeah. you know, I need a way in a hook. I don't right. give a damn about that. Like, You're an NBA nihilist. I'm gonna, you, you, hey, yeah. you believe in nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Jack, before you decided to throw me under the bus or accurately describe yeah. my character out loud on a podcast, the hoop bus, <laughs> the Venice Beach hoop bus. That's what yeah. that song was. Uh, you know, just to get to my question, I mean, how, like, what, what do you look at it? Like, what are you still wanting to see develop before you can, like, you know, you you give an assessment on what's going on with the team? Well, look, this is. The thing that stuck with me and has guided me for the past six weeks or so, uh, they had their home opener against the Phoenix Suns on a Sunday night. And because it's the Clippers, it was the second night of a back-to-back. That's just how it is. Um, and they got smacked. But they got they were blown out before Kawhi could even get in the game because they were doing this experiment to start the year, which was Kawhi's suggestion, to bring him off the bench to maximize his minutes. Um yeah, that didn't work against the Suns. They, by the time Kawhi got in the game, they were already down, down near 20. So I, I talked to Nicholas Batum, uh, the oldest guy on the oldest team in the league. And, you know, we're just having a conversation before we're going to talk to Kawhi and such. And he just kind of says, matter-of-factly, we're not going to do anything crazy until Christmas. And I'm like, Nico, <laughs> wait, w- w- what you mean by that? Crazy, like, win games? I just needed to make sure I didn't mishear him, you know? <laughs> right, right. So I was like, so so what that what, what that mean, Nico? He's like, oh, you know, we'll be okay, but this is going to take a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to mm-hmm. do, you know, Christmas, they, that's when 
in Nico's mind, they were going to take off. They were going to look like the team that everyone was talking about them looking like for the better part of the offseason, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. it's not like this team has a bunch of new faces. They just have new bodies in the form of guys who didn't play a bunch last year, Yeah, right? right. They were on the team. Like new signing. But the only guy yeah. who's new is John Wall, who happens to be another one of those guys who didn't play at all last year. But Nico's right. point was that because all these guys are coming back, and it's not just guys, you know, who are just, you know, they're coming back, they're coming back. No, it's your ball handlers and playmakers, you know? They're your cooks in the kitchen, the guys who you're building entire schemes around. Those are the guys coming back from long layoffs. And yeah. th- so when you hear that and it's like, oh, yeah, I get it now. Um, the basketball might be messy for two months. Right. And then they're going to figure it out and they're going to like string together, you know, contendership basketball. Except that literally Kawhi felt stiffness two days later and knocked him out for 25 days. So right, that sets right. your clock back. Right. So how much time do I give the Clippers? Grammy trip. End of January is when it starts, and it wraps up right before the trade deadline. The Clippers need to get the intel to understand what they need to do, if anything. And let's be real. The Clippers, they make a move with a veteran every year, right? right. Can't tell you which veteran it might be, but they make a move every year. I would say the Clippers need to figure out what team they're going to be come uh, that Grammy trip, mid-January, late-January. Uh, so that gives, I mean, that's just the reality. Kawhi's missed so much time. They got to string some consistency together and they have no reason to think they're in blow it up territory. Everyone right. gets along. Everyone understands the situation. They haven't been together. Give it a month or about a month yeah. and a half. And <laughs> that's where they need to be. It's called the a Grammy trip because they have to basically leave LA because the Grammys take over like Staples. Is yeah. that yeah, that's right. Every year. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the arena formerly known as Staples and maybe futurely known It'll as Staples. It'll be back. Don't worry. I was <laughs> calling that. <laughs> way it is. I, already, I remember when it switched over to that name. I was like, trust me, in about a year, we'll be going, we'll be going to Staples again. Office Depot needs to <laughs> I mean, swoop in. in. In two years, the Clippers will be playing all of their road games there instead of, you know, <laughs> right. that being just a thing that people say because uh, the Sacramento Kings fans <laughs> infiltrated the building at the end of a blowout. Oh, oh right. yeah. <laughs> right. Um beam team. Biggest what what's your biggest surprise? Like what what would your biggest uh surprises or highlights of the season be so far, Clippers or otherwise? Well, for for the Clippers, uh I I would just say and it's not as much a surprise if you pay attention to the Clippers, but that's a team that they're resourceful as hell. Um we talk about who's not playing all the time and the focus should be on who is. And it was mentioned earlier, like in terms of the big men, if it's Zubats had a 31 point, 29 rebound game, <laughs> yeah. you know, with Kawhi and Paul out, you know, yeah. uh, Norman Powell, like he had a really rough start to the year, like so rough that they wanted him to start. And then they were like, this ain't working. Um, and Norm's hit his stride. Like he's hurt right now. Cause Clippers, you know, of course, but uh, before that, like, he had scored 30 points off the bench in a span of like a week and a half or something like that. So um, this team just finds different players. And when we say different players, I mean like take the stars out. Guys like 3 through 12, they find different guys to contribute to winning <laughs> basketball. And 
again, it shouldn't be a surprise, but the fact that they they keep doing it, I think is notable. Um, across the league, uh, we started this year talking about the tank for Victor <laughs> Wembanyama, and the teams that are supposed to be tanking are the ones that are playing competent basketball. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's leveling off a little bit, but then you look up and the Jazz, they get some big wins scoring 120 plus points. Um, the Indiana Pacers, if it's a Monday night in California, Andrew Nemhar is breaking your heart. Uh, so <laughs> right? that's been surprising to me. We're in December, so um, it's been a quarter of the season now. And, and I mean, the Rockets just beat the Sixers. Like, yeah. I don't mm, think you need to worry about the tank. That. And that's been a pleasant surprise because I don't think people want to talk about tanking. Like, players don't want to talk about it. Coaches don't want to talk about it. That's their jobs on the line. Front offices, they don't talk at all at this time of the year. So they ain't, they're not even being accountable right now. But I, I like the fact that these teams, uh, they've, they've acted like they're trying to compete uh, to start the year. Yeah. And the Kings, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone was saying they were going to tank, but they look like they're <sighs> legit. The the Pacers yeah. like look legit legit like they they might do something. They're a fun group. That's the other thing. You think about the Pacers, you think they're just a throwaway team. Like I was working at ESPN, I, I was always getting made fun of for bringing up the Pacers as part of our coverage plan. It's like that's a bottom five coverage team, but like that team is not just winning, but they're playing an exciting brand of basketball with some guys that you don't. That, that we're getting to know. Like Benedict Matherin, we're getting to know him. He's a rookie. He's a first-round pick. He was a lottery pick. But he might mess around and, you know, he's he's a contender for two awards, right. rookie of the year and six-man of the year. That's yeah. exciting because yeah. we don't talk about that every year. Right. All right. Should we do our underrated performers of the week and come back and talk some AD and some other kind of dominant performances? Sure. We've been appreciating. Who's, who's been underrated? I mean... Let's go Austin Reeves. Hey! Uh, underrated, he put up a 22-5 <laughs> to go with LeBron's 31-8-7 and AD's 27-12 in a blowout over the Blazers. But his best performance was his mic'd up oh, performance. So, I love a good mic'd up. I Look, like I said, uh, Austin Reeves, go back to the prediction episode. You know what kind of, what kind of visions I have for that young man. Uh, but this mic'd up, it was, I think, very endearing, especially for people who have only seen Austin Reeves just play, and they're like, what's he like? And his personality is, I don't know, he's just like that, that like like Labrador uh, on the team, who's just mm -hmm. always wagging his tail and very happy to be there. Uh, let's check out. Him. <laughs> yeah, he's got that dog in him, and it's a golden it's retriever. A, it's a golden retriever, <laughs> very friendly, uh, lovable. They told me you were mic'd up. Uh, so he's talking to the ref at first. Make a layup. How we living, man? Straight. Good talk. <laughs> he's talking hey, to the phone. So heavy talk. living. Straight good talk. Addition to LeBron. <laughs> he's like giving LeBron a patronizing shooter. Come on, Austin, throw it down, Break young away, man. Throw it down with a little force. That's my favorite one. Toscano Anderson's like, I didn't know you had that. He's like, oh, I got, oh yeah, I got a little bounce.
You didn't hear about that? <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah that's good. That's an underrated performance. Tyus yeah. Jones yeah. has been playing well, put up 28-10 assists, five rebounds, led the Grizzlies to a win over the Heat uh, with Ja and Triple J sitting. Um, Brogdon continuing to fill it up. Jordan Poole came back with the 30 points uh, off the bench. Nas Reed and Bull Bull continues Woo. to be one of my favorite people to watch this season. A uh, little Wembenyama preview. Uh, he he had a coast to coast that was pretty sick. He, yeah, he can just like weave through traffic despite the fact that he's seven foot two, seven foot three, and then just flushes it, makes it look easy. Yeah. Uh, so Orlando is in the Wembenyama sweepstakes, but they're super fun to work. <laughs> Imagine both of them. Right. Like you got Bol Bol and Wimby. Because we all know the Magic need yet another one of these tall, lanky big men, right? Right. If they get the number one pick, obviously they would take him. They need to take him. Um, and they would need to just find someone to trade. But, like, let's just say this. Like, uh, I hope Orlando is not the team that <laughs> wins that lottery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they picked up Bol Bol as, like, off the scrap heap. Like, he... His career high was like 11 points prior to this season, so I mean they could they could obviously move him if they if they needed to, but yeah that that would also be fun. They're they're gonna be I, I like uh, the teams that are kind of consolidating around the bottom like as possibilities for that have really young exciting cores, which that would be fun if if they just all got to grow up together. <laughs> just watch these group of kids grow up together out in Detroit, huh? Yeah, yeah good kid, talented kid. Good kid, good kid. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about Anthony Davis. You don't have to. You don't, don't, don't no, have it's to, fine. Don't have to be for me. Fine. No, It's I'm, apparent I'm for all to I'm see. I'm excited. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have... And you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. And we're back. And as we were saying in the preseason predictions, uh, Anthony Davis. Actually, don't Miles said listen to the preseason predictions. We're going to revisit them, so you actually yeah. don't have to go back and listen to them. You'll hear. Um, it. You'll we're we're going to revisit them. We're not going to change our predictions. No. Make us make ourselves sound like we got everything right. No. So Why would we do something them. like that? That would be yeah. beneath us. As it would be a dishonest, and we yeah. pride ourselves on journalism more and than seriousness. Anything. Okay, yeah. and sincerity, obviously. But anyway, uh, that's that's for a future episode. I mean, something we have been saying on the show is that like they should be treating AD more like Giannis as just like get him the ball every time down the court. And his last ten games have been bonkers. <sighs> Thirty, he's putting up thirty-five a game, sixty-four percent field goal percentage, yeah, uh, fifteen boards, three blocks, one point two steals. This has to be exactly what you were looking for coming into the season if you're a Lakers fan, right? Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing was like, when are we going to get the AD that looks a little, who's like, basically, when are we going to get AD back? <laughs> and, you know, he looks like he's definitely gained some wisdom and confidence, you know, coming out of the street clothes era. And I mean, just like one thing, just seeing how mindful he is of his landings now. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yes, good. He feels like he's like in his own mind feels like he's fragile. So he's playing a little more aggressive. I feel like everything's adding up in a way that helps me feel good about the Lakers, despite what I see in the standings. But I think at the you very guys are least five games from number one, I mean, granted the West is a jumble, yeah, but I mean, the, exactly. the Lakers are five <laughs> games from first and playing extremely well, like on the point differential, you're only like 0.3 points below. And watch me like, become a, and now I'm becoming a reasonable Laker fan. I'm like, well, Jack, let's, let's wait. You know, normally I'd be like, yeah, exactly. Just hang up number 18 already. No, I can't go there. I've had my heart broken so many times, but I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's heartening. And that's, Again, I think I've adjusted my expectations from, you know, in the ham era of just being like, let's just see something different. Let's just see mm-hmm. something built. 
And yeah, our offense looks like, you know, he only, I think in that 55 point game, only like four of his points came from like isolation plays. So it's a lot more, a lot more, a lot more motion in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 44 and 55 points in consecutive games. Like, yeah. James kicks it out. Davis fakes the three, goes inside and the finish. Oh, Anthony Davis with a highlight play. It's exciting. I, I do I do enjoy the NBA more when the Lakers are good, when a LeBron team is good. And but now it's an AD team. Yeah, now it's an AD you know? team. And I think that's, that's right. the biggest thing, too, is I think it's like being able to embrace that role, and that must be what's going on, you know, is him really feeling like, nah, you know what, I can, I can do a lot for this team. And maybe it's uh, the onus really is on him now. Yeah. I think two things needed to happen for Anthony Davis. So one, I think his back needed to get better. It was clear that that was an issue um, in the preseason. Uh, he wound up missing a game in the regular season and the second halves, like he just wasn't himself. Like when you're a big man with a back issue, that thing tends to wear on you as the game goes on. So that couple playing with center, like I think he needed to adjust to that. I think physically he's healthier. But then, too, that buzzer beater that where Nemhard beats them when they were up, what, 17? I actually think that, oh. has, that, that took AD <laughs> to another level because that was the last straw, I feel like, for LeBron especially to stop dominating the ball late in games. Because, yeah, you could put it on AD's back, but the Lakers, they started this year doing a terrible job of keeping their best player involved in the offense and for Darvin Ham, I mean I'm sure he was flabbergasted but like at the end of the day if he's your best player it doesn't matter if he's not the pick and roll ball handler like get him the ball uh, when they lost that game well I don't think they've lost since and uh, I think a big focus has just been for four quarters don't forget about him and he's uh Anthony has rewarded them uh, with that level of consistency for me it's never about Anthony Davis it's always about the other factors around him including himself and He's right now um, peaking. And there's Trey. Read it perfectly on the back door run. Zion on the open floor. Take it yourself. He will. He has that pepper. He got that pop tonight, Joe. He got that pop tonight. Yeah, because he wasn't. They didn't really get him the ball that much at the end of that game. Like, that was, I think, everybody's frustration. It felt oh, like. Yeah. And it's, it's felt that way for a lot of his tenure with the Lakers. So, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe that crystallized things for, for everyone a little bit. Um, LeBron can just stay back and make dad jokes. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, Zion's kind of running the offense again. He's looking so good. Mm -hmm. He's Zioning it up. I mean, when he's going downhill, it's just like get out the way. Just yeah. please clear the children from the building because we don't. Yeah, thirty-three points, happen. four steals, two blocks the other night, which is just fun. One yeah. of my favorite shot blockers to watch. Nemhard guarded by Curry, five to shoot. He was thinking about, he will shoot it. Nemhard again! <laughs> and the best player in the building with 31 and 13. Oh, I do want to say, though, the bench in the Pelicans is also looking really good. And yeah. I'm like, the yeah. more I see that, I'm like, man, this it's same with like the like the Kings, too. I'm like, man, y'all got, got a bench over there. Mm -hmm. It's really looking nice. And I gotta say, like, I, I'm not the biggest. I was not the biggest Jose Alvarado fan, but he's beginning to work on me a little bit. Yeah. I'm starting to, I'm starting to appreciate him more and more because I, I 
part of me was just a little being a little too much of a Jose hater in the beginning. That Pelicans team is to this year what the Grizzlies were to last year, uh, a team right. that came out of the play-in tournament, got those two play-in wins, and got some playoff experience, and they're building off of that by getting healthier and exercising the depth that you guys talked about. I mean, yeah, um, it's crazy who's not playing for them. Like Jackson Hayes was recent lottery pick. He's not playing for him. Kyrie Lewis, I know he tore his ACL, a lottery pick on a rookie contract. He's not playing. Billy Hernan Gomez dominated Eurobasket <laughs> with everybody playing in Eurobasket. He's not playing. That team is stacked to the guys who are in warm-ups from tip-off to garbage time. Right. Yeah. And it's like I was saying in our preseason predictions, I figured that Jose Alvarado was probably going to put up a 38-point game at some point this season. And Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I sure said, enough. I said Trey Murphy, the third, he might be better than Herb Jones. I remember saying, I said, watch out. He might give Herb Jones a run for his money. Yeah. Check the episode. Check it. Don't don't go back and Actually, check, don't it. check it. Right Listen now. to the one that we're gonna release yeah. uh, in a little bit. That one I don't know who knows what they uploaded in that old episode. Listen to the <laughs> one where we're absolutely correct on everything. <laughs> and then Andrew Nemhard with uh 31 13, eight rebounds as law as you kind of mentioned, just putting it together. And this is somebody who was drafted, I think, thirty first. This, first this the he's a round. rookie. First pick of the New, second round. New Brogdon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is one of my favorite things to talk about is nobody knows anything in the NBA. And yeah, just immediately showing people that they don't know anything. And also immediately showing people, like we, we talked about this when we started, started seeing the Summer League games with, uh, what's the number two pick's name? The big 7-2. Yeah, Chet Holm. When Chet was like balling out in the summer league, I was like, what were they, were they telling him not to play good in <laughs> like for Gonzaga and the NCAA tournament? Cause like, this is, this is not the same player and Nemhard too. I mean, he was good, but uh, they, they had a lot of talent turns out on that team last season. Right. Oh, you want to hear lyric Rick Carlisle on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been saying, I've been saying that, you know, down the line, you know, when Hoopsick does their redraft of the of the 22 draft, he'd be a top 15 pick. I'm, I'm elevating that, to, you know, top 10. I mean, he's, he really is a special player. And, uh, you know, our, uh, our basketball people, Kevin Pritchard and Chad Buchanan and Kelly and Ted, I mean, they, they just hit it out of the park with him. I mean, this guy's got amazing poise. He's strong. He's old school, but new school. You know, he's special. Yeah. You heard it from. I like Rick that he's looking right for there. that hoops hype redraft, too. I <laughs> yeah. like that he like knows that. <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, when that's coming, I think it usually comes around uh, mid-December to <laughs> January. You know, they do a couple, but like their redraft 3.0 is really when they lock it in. And I think there. <laughs> You're going to see him in the top eight, maybe even. Um, I, li- I like when a coach reveals he's a fan. He's just like out there yeah. Googling, just like us. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is the same coach that told everybody before the news even broke that Tristan Thompson was going to the Chicago Bulls. All right. Like, That's right. Yeah, Tristan <laughs> for like a week or two. And it's like, so just so you guys know, uh, we're letting Tristan go to Chicago, like specifically <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, right. 
Woj is like, oh man, Carlisle won't stop hitting me up, man. He's... <laughs> he said he wants to do car bombs. I was like, I don't know. That doesn't sound oh. as good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've talked before Anthony Simons, even though they're struggling a little bit. But uh, yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander is taking it to the next level. I mean, Super Producer Jabari was asking if he's like in the most improved player conversation. That conversation is kind of loaded yeah. this season with Halliburton, Markinen, Simons, Ananobi, Bull Bull, but it also Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves, of course. <laughs> um, and it's also sort of a like it's a narrative-driven award, you know. Right. It doesn't it's just like who, whoever gets the narrative momentum behind them. But he's probably the leader, just because it does usually go to like the best player who is part of the conversation for. Like Jaw was the, was last season, right? So it, maybe it'll be him. Are we? Is he? Is it safe to say he is f- like fully just one of the top guards right now? Oh, yeah. absolutely. We can just lock. Right. We, can just, we can just game, pat ourselves on the back. Okay, and then with that, my question is: After we, I didn't realize how close him and Chris Paul were. Like over that yeah. one season, they overlapped. And part of me, like we always talk about building your game on other players' games, and I'm like, I'm wondering how much of that. Like, you know, what we're seeing in his form right now is also informed by, like, you know, having, an, like, as people described, an apprenticeship with one of the top guards in the NBA, like, in history. Is there something there to that? Or just kind of like he's, it just took some time and the situation became what it is now for him to excel? That dude is fresh, though. Like, Shea hasn't gotten the complete <laughs> any of the previous two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. he's yeah. he was already so young. Um, he was a one and done at Kentucky, like the year with the with the Clippers. Like God. he got to be around a, a bunch of guys a diff- who had a lot of different skill sets. I mean, on one hand, you got your Patrick Beverly that you're playing with growing up on a playoff team. But then on the other hand, you got Lou Williams, who when you look at Shea's game, he's one of the most complete scorers in the league. People talk about three level scores and I talk about Shea as a four level score because the free throw line is a big part of Shea's output. Like this dude, Shea Gilgis Alexander outscores right. entire teams by himself from the free throw line. And Lou Williams <laughs> as a small guard, you know, how did Lou yeah. Williams get to be a three times six man of the year? Like he was getting to the line. Right. And so mm-hmm. you add that, you add Chris Paul, you add everybody else that's been uh, with the thunder for those half a years or whatever, before Sam Presti tells him we got some draft business to do. Right. Curious to see if that happens this year, but that's another conversation. Um, with him, Shays though, just, they wouldn't do it with him, would they? Hey, look, <laughs> I've seen some things, and it's cold Presti, out here. It's cold out here. Sam, Sam Presti's been aggressive, man. So, like, they're playing well now. But if just they hit a patch it and back. it's yeah. All Star break, they're going to be like, "Shay, you 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 done your thing, man. I promise you, this is the last year of this." <laughs> but yeah, Shay is four, four level scorer. At the rim, mid-range yeah, game. I like that. When he wants to shoot a three, he'll shoot a three. But he gets in line better than anyone. And no one talks about free throws because free throws can be annoying and not great for TV or the highlights of a show like this. But he's killing teams from the free throw line. Actually, we are planning to do an all-free throw episode where we just yeah. kind of narrate some of our favorite free throw shooters in the league and just like, you know. And from K, old. And of old. Taking a warm-up dribble. Uh, another warm-up dribble. Ooh. Take a deep breath. Uh, also, Kentucky something. talking about uh, college programs that are good at hiding talent, but um, 
They, also, Shea Gilgis Alexander's voice is not what I was expecting. I don't know if I just hadn't like how heard deep, him interview. How booming it is. Yeah, man, he has the voice of like you know someone who's a seven footer, which is which is yeah. cool. I like it. He has the voice of somebody who looks like designer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> panda, panda, panda. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. And we'll, we'll come back. We obviously oh, yeah. have to do the fastest segment <laughs> in podcasting. So we'll be right back. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We're back. Uh, I mean, we've and, been back. Oh we, yeah, we've we been played, back. We kept the designer thing. Sorry, we had to. We had to just go into you know when this show is also obviously acknowledges uh, the importance of hip hop. So <laughs> we're not going to waste our time there. But that 2016 double XL freshman class. Wow, nothing to play with. But it's time now to get into the real meat of the show. It's the fourth quarter, and it's time for the rapid fire round of questioning. Now, 
Oh, law. I hope you're ready because this is the fastest segment in sports podcasting. We are going law, to ask you some law, questions. Law. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? Truly testing the rule of law today. We're going to hit you with a question. <laughs> Just respond. Don't think, don't, you know, have an overly long answer because it's all about keeping the pace up. And if Jack or I begin to trail off, it is really on you to keep this segment moving. Yeah. And we will get angry I'm ready for if it. you slow it down. Okay, good. Good, Law. I know. I know you're quick with it. I will get furious. <laughs> so, uh, guess let me just warm angry. up a little bit. Here we go. It's time for the rapid fire round of questions. Victor Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama. Wemby. Wemby Awards. Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama. Okay, good. I think we're ready. Uh, should I go first or you go first? Uh, I'd like to take this one, Miles, if you don't okay, mind. That's well, Law, would you rather wow. have your favorite team or the Box team you're out. covering win a championship this year or have Victor Wembanyama for the next 10 years? Uh, championship. Because I ain't going, okay. I'm not sure I'll be running 10 years. Championship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to win um, now. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we can just watch Wembanyama wherever he is and enjoy. Yeah, I'm going to see him for 10 years, afar. right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. There you go. I'm like, do you have your Mets jersey from the French League yet? I would rather keep running it back and have the Sixers just bottom out and then get Wemby Yama uh, personally. You want the Sixers to tank for Wemby? Tank for Wemby. Let's do it. Blow it up. Yeah. Blow it up. Hey, you know me, baby. Let's blow it up too. <laughs> blow it up too. <laughs> yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Law, you have the chance to win $10,000 to make a layup with each hand. Or you could win $25,000 to make five of five free throws. Or 100000 to make at least four of five from deep. Now, I know you said famously in your Twitter bio, you've gone undrafted for, I think, now 14 years. But which challenge are you taking? I'm, man, I'm getting the money. <laughs> I'm getting the money. I'm not worrying about the basketball, spinning off my hand wrong. You know, I'll, I'll make these uh, left-handed layups. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Good to know. Good to know. And... Does, is the answer the same if you're doing it in an empty gym or in a packed Staples Center or no, it's a uh, crypto whatever that arena. place is called? Crypto. It, it's the same. The people don't affect my game. Wow. wow. Ice water in his veins. It has been confirmed here. Uh, but, La, man, I, I got to tell you, man, we really got to keep this going. So, <laughs> you know, let's kind of keep it up. Keep the man. answers going. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right, yep, all right. No, that's that's right. That's true. Mm. Jack? Miles, did you answer that question? You, did you say which one you would do? The, no, I haven't answered that one. Oh, okay. In an arena, the layups. Man, sure. the, the layups for me are nerve-wracking in an arena, you know? Really? Then they, oh, yeah, because then they're going to be like, oh, you know, oh, if you, if you miss the- <laughs> a layup, with what the, if you with like free throws, at least throw. you miss one and you're you're out. You yeah. know, like, would you rather airball a free throw in an arena yeah, or nah. miss a layup? Yeah, I guess I do the layups. Okay, I'm baby. Um, okay, all right, baby. What is a new rule law that you'd like to see implemented or altered effective immediately? When you joined us here in studio, you you did declare, "I am the law," uh, yes. like Judge Dredd. Absolutely. So th- this is your chance to write a new rule you'd like to see implemented or altered effective immediately. It can be dumb it can be fun we've had people say the 25 foot bucket from rock and jock yeah um and then we've also had people 
uh, do something about defensive three seconds. Yeah, last week was no goaltending like FIBA. Oh, yeah, which is fun. So I'm not a huge fan of this, but if we're going to go with a new role, the big three four-point spot from, what, 25 feet or whatever it is, I'd mm-hmm. put that down. Um, oh. I don't think the court needs to be ge- geometrically changed or anything like that. Uh, some Some cool writers have suggested that. I'm not really cool with that. But, like, Put that four-point spot down, and I think you get more interest. That being said, I'm cool with no rule changes. Sport's fine. Wow. I yeah. like You're like, don't perfect Wait, something that's already So you're perfect. saying like the spot where it's like a four-point bucket? Yes. So if you so there's put pointers. like a four-point spot in three different spots, 25 feet, so like top of the yeah. key, and then each arc, like a four-point spot, basically a logo shot. Yes, that I think right. the home be, team gets to determine where the spots are. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> so you, that that that's 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 your rule change, not mine. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I was just trying. I, I think it would be fun it too. There, but... It randomly appears at times. Oh, okay. Where it's like, oh, oh mm-hmm. the four point spot just showed up. Okay, now if they could probably get back in the game, you know what I mean? Like, I just like I want to see more yeah, frantic yeah. chaos. Again, but... Miles, that was not Law's answer though. So that's uh, true. I don't know that's why you're true. trying to put words in his mouth. Law, man, we got to get to the next question. You know, so that's, that's what I'm going to say up top, man. So let me ask you this next one. You can create your ultimate big three, okay? Using players from any era, okay? Who do you pick for your ultimate all-time big three? Uh, Definitely Andre 3000, big boy, and somebody from the goodie mob. You know what I'm saying? Players ball. Yes. <laughs> it's only royal family i've ever it's only, yeah the dungeon family respect <laughs> dungeon family. okay i'll take that that is the correct Perfect. answer uh, uh and finally yeah, law uh as we do every week uh we have to ask you jack or miles uh jack or miles i don't really drink at all so um okay yeah <laughs> so that's a that's a neutral. That's that, that that that's a neutral. Wow. You'll take the or. Okay. 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 Good to know. Right. Good to know. No, I think okay. both of you guys, we'll man, like y'all gotta come as a uh, as a as as a package deal. I'll take that. I'll take that too. Wow. Jack, you can okay get with a that? judge's ruling on that. Does that count for a win? I still yep. I haven't won. That's a win yet. That's, that's a, win a win for me. That's a win for you. That's a win for you. Okay. Yeah, right. baby. It's all good. Now Jabari's demanding you gotta pick. He said we need toxicity. He says we need toxicity in this. uh, So you got to pick. No, don't force him. Law knows. Law makes his decisions. Remember, we couldn't even bully him into doing nonsensical rule changes. We we were. Tell you guys what, I will pick the next time I do. I do this show. Okay. Hey, guess what? You're. It's the next time you've done the show. Welcome back, Law. (laughs) Great to have you. This is next episode. (laughs) Call me Doctor Drake because this is the next episode. Episode. Hold up. Wait. Okay. Never mind. Law. Thank you so much for joining us. What a pleasure. Us. Yeah, What man. a delight. Awesome to have you. Fantastic having you. Where can people find you and, and read you and, and, and all that and keep, and keep up with you? Yeah, I mean, I say this. Uh, shout out to The Athletic. Uh, they put me on and, and they've supported me and everybody else. So um, at, uh, right there, uh, shout out to everybody who subs. I'm on the social medias. Law Murray, the new. That's L-A-W-M-U-R-R-A-Y. T-H-E-N-U, bring these networks united. So that's what we try and do over here. And that's about okay. it. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, and also don't forget to follow us 
uh, on Twitter at Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. Uh, and also, shout out to uh, the listeners this week. Uh, we definitely asked for, you know, people's early MVP favorites. Uh, and this week, at Samurai the Seventh said, all caps, Anthony Davis. Okay, I feel that. At Jake Bball 11 said, Luca. Uh, and then low underscore Jeff said, never been an Anthony Davis believer, but if he continues playing like this and the Lakers keep winning, there would be an MVP arc. Which well, I think is wild. very Two of the three measured. answers that Super Producer Jabari picked were uh, Anthony Davis. It's crazy. Just sounds like just sounds like that's what the people are feeling, man. You know, don't get in the way, Jack. <laughs> people have spoken. <laughs> people Lock have spoken, it in. man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Oh wow! And you can find me at Miles of Gray if there you we go. feel so inclined. Well, that is going to do it for us uh, on this week's edition of Miles and Jack Got, got Mad Boosties. Uh, we'll see you next week. And we'll be talking even more basketball. See you then. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship. With thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.